There's a lot of research that shows that two founders, rather than one, significantly increases the odds of your startup succeeding. Maybe you've decided you need a co-founder for the many benefits it offers, including the emotional and strategic support. Or maybe you just don't like working alone. Whatever your reason, you're probably wondering, where do I start looking? How do I go about looking for a co-founder? That's what we're talking about today. This is your Startup Advantage, where entrepreneurship is considered a team sport. I'm your host, Tanya Dreder, a former broadcast journalist turned entrepreneurship educator. Every week we explore the startup world, investigate entrepreneurial strategies, habits and mindsets, and search out expert advice. Be part of it. Subscribe on your favorite podcast player at StartupAdvantagePodcast.com. Welcome to Startup Advantage with me, Tanya. Thank you for joining me for episode number 20 and for letting me be your guide again today. I hope you are having a good week. Mine's pretty busy, uh, but feeling grateful for uh, how things are running along, even though it's super busy. If you're feeling tired or stretched too thin, I'm going to start off the episode with some encouragement for you. Building a business takes a lot of time and energy. So if no one's told you yet this week, let me be the one to do so. You've got this. You can do it. You can figure it out. Keep moving forward one day at a time, one step at a time. This month, I have a question for you. Why did you start your business? What's your reason why? Starting a business can be so lonely. And I'd love to share your reason why on the pod if you feel comfortable sharing it. I'll share the link to the voicemail for you in the show notes of this episode. Today, I want to talk with you about where to look for a co-founder or a partner if you're feeling a bit lost on where to start and it's one of your goals. It's more common than you think. It's lonely to start a business and many people wish they had somebody they could rely on that they could ask to help them build this business and and take care of certain aspects that they're maybe not an expert or experienced in. I hope to support you with a few suggestions today so that you can feel more confident in your search and can know that what you're doing is what everybody else is doing. There's no secret, no magic trick. It takes time and you'll have to put in the work to look for somebody and it's a process. So be patient with yourself and the process. It's actually a question I get very often. People who are in the planning phase, the ideation phase, who haven't started their businesses yet, who come to see me for advice. And uh, one of the often asked questions are, how do I find a co-founder? Where do I look for them? Uh, How can I find somebody to help me build this thing that I want to do that has that skill set that I don't have or that could offer me like just that camaraderie, that emotional support, that push through as I'm going through this process of validation dating the idea and then actually building it. Research shows a startup is more likely to succeed if there is more than one co-founder, but the catch is that it is somebody that is a good fit for you, that it must be somebody that's on a shared mission as you so that it can ensure that it is a successful relationship. 
So it's very important to be clear on what you're looking for before you actually look for it. I'll place a link in the show notes of this episode for you to previous episodes where I spoke about this a little bit, gave you a few tips. Um, And if you haven't had a chance to listen yet, I do recommend you do before you start looking for that right partner for you because it will really give you an advantage. It will really give you clarity in your search, which will make the whole process just so much more easier. Before you look, know what you're looking for. The basic idea is that when you're considering someone to join you as a co-founder, look for alignment. Specifically, look for alignment of skills, alignment of values, and alignment of mission. Now, if you did listen to a previous episode where I discussed this and you feel more clear on what you're looking for, I'm so glad I could serve you in this way. And I want to help to answer the next question that you have, which very likely is, Where do I look for a co-founder or how do I look for a co-founder? First of all, it's important to mention that I believe action rewards intention. It won't happen to you, but for you. So first of all, you need to step out of your comfort zone and make it a priority to get out there and look for the co-founder. It's going to take some action and some energy on your part. Again, having clarity in what you're looking for, as we discussed earlier, will really help you in this process of looking. Be clear on what those complementary skills are that you need to make your business a success. And be sure to make a list of your core values and be sure on what the core values of your business is as well. Also very helpful to have is a list of must-haves in a co-founder and a list of like-to-haves. So the must-haves basically mean it's the essential skills you need in a co-founder for your business to succeed that's going to be helpful for you, that's going to be a benefit to you. And then the nice-to-haves are those things you'd like to have, but maybe they're not as essential. Remember, this is your wish list, uh, so it's not very likely that you will find somebody that has all those checkbox ticked. So have an open mind and be very clear on what are the must-haves versus the nice-to-haves in a co-founder. Okay, so let's get into the how to actually look for a co-founder. So I recommend starting with three mostly free resources, your personal network, job listing platforms, and startup networking events and conferences. Let's briefly look at each of these. Your first resource is your personal network. This is the first place you should look for a co-founder within your personal contacts. Maybe there's somebody you know from school or from a hobby that you do part-time, extracurricular activity, or maybe there's somebody you've worked with in the past in a part-time job or a full-time job that have similar interests that you could reconnect with, that you could include in your search for co-founder. Mention your idea and that you're looking for a co-founder to your friends, your colleagues, your family, They might know of people who would be a good fit for you to consider as a co-founder. There's so much power in a trusted referral, so use your network. Talk about your idea with everyone you know and ask them if they know anybody who'd be interested in joining you who might be a good fit. And don't assume people will know how to help you. You have to be really clear. You have to ask and you have to ask specific So be very clear in what you're looking for. If you're a student at the moment, make sure to check out your campus's online social groups or clubs. Is there an entrepreneurship hub for students on campus? 
go there. See if they can refer you to local online groups or to established groups within the university or the college itself. Or maybe if you have good relationships with a former instructor or two or a current instructor, do reach out and ask them for support if you know they are connected in the entrepreneurship community and might be able to support you. These people all count as your contacts, as people in your personal network. Your second resource is job listing platforms. Another way to find a co-founder is by advertising the position on job listing platforms or placing a call to action with a little bit of details of what you're looking for on professional networking sites, for example, like LinkedIn. If you decide to use LinkedIn, it's an easy way to help spread the word to your connections and to your connections' connections, that expanded network you have access to. And this will help you to access brand new people outside of your personal network Your third resource is entrepreneurship networking events and conferences. One of the many impacts of the COVID-19 virus is the drastic increase in online meetings and networking opportunities, as many people who preferred in-person events only in the past have now joined in online events to help curb the loneliness and stay connected to people and to meet new people. And there are also so many more new events as a lot of conferences have opted into going online rather than cancelling events. Tap into this opportunity. Try to join in on events in your industry or then that are specifically focused on entrepreneurship. You can look for co-founders through general networking at entrepreneurship and startup events and conferences. For now, it is mostly online, but hopefully very soon in the future, we'll be able to do this in person too. If you are in a major city, finding startup events won't be too hard as they're happening very frequently especially if you look for more community, local-based events on resources like meetup.com, which can help you to find like-minded individuals who might be interested in joining you in your startup idea. If you're a student, do remember to check out your campus's online social groups or clubs for upcoming social events and networking opportunities. They're usually pretty good at offering one or two at least every term, and that can be a great resource for you to tap in to connect with other entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs that want to start something and be part of something. These are my top three recommendations for starting when you are looking for a co-founder, and I think these are your best bet as they are mostly free, and they also offer other benefits. They help you to expand and build your current network, so it's a good time investment for you. Another suggestion is that you can also find co-founders online through specific platforms focused on providing what they call founder matchmaking. Popular sites that are considered reliable and mostly free as they come with different tiers of access include Co-Founders Lab, Founders Nation, Starthawk, and Founder to Be. I'll place links to these resources in the show notes if you want to explore these too, but I definitely recommend starting with the three resources I recommended. 
Then there is also social media, Facebook and LinkedIn groups for entrepreneurs. Twitter is also a great resource to find other people interested in starting a business. But using these social media groups can feel overwhelming and it can be very time consuming without seeing specific results. And it can make you feel like you're trading water, right? Like working very hard but going nowhere. So for that reason, I recommend trying to stay close to home first if possible. Truly explore your personal network work job listing platforms popular in your country or area and then entrepreneurship or startup networking events and conferences especially the ones most accessible or easiest to access for you or then closest to you to where you live if possible the benefits of starting here include that it will be easier for you to track your progress and see when you're making progress and you'll be easier able to build stronger relationships with your new connections that you make through the process. Now, as you know, I work at a post-secondary, so I have another tip for you that many people don't think of doing. Many universities now have programs that feature entrepreneurship courses or programming or even extracurricular support services or activities. If you're looking for a co-founder with a specific skill set, it may be useful to contact your former instructors or professors with your job posting or your wish list that you created for the co-founder that you have in mind and then asking them if they might know of somebody that fits your needs or even ask them if they could help spread the word for you amongst their graduating class or recent graduates if you feel you have good enough rapport with them. Students who are graduating soon are always on the lookout for new opportunities and if they're entrepreneurship minded, they might be very interested in what you are pursuing. This is a great way to find potential candidates as they're coming to you through a trusted source and through personal referrals. Great, so now you know how to look for a co-founder, at least where to start. And if you're already doing some of these things, then keep going, keep showing up, keep looking. Eventually, you will find somebody that will be aligned with what you want to achieve. But you just have to keep at it and remain very clear and very focused on what you're looking for. Now that you know where to start looking, what do you do if someone's actually interested in partnering with you? What do you do next? So the best way to go about it is when you're meeting a few great people that seems like a good fit, put them on a shortlist. Make a shortlist for yourself. Look at their personalities, accomplishments, working styles, and then these people on your shortlist who you think would be a good fit to team up with. Those are the people you want to get to know a bit better, who you want to connect with on a more deeper level. You might not know everything you need about each person yet, but you should have enough information to make a first list to work from. What are their skill sets? What are their backgrounds and their experience levels? How passionate are they about the work that they do or about your idea? After you've made a shortlist, your next step is to invest time in getting to know the people on your shortlist. Set up virtual meetings with them. It is so important to invest a little bit more time in getting to know these people so that you can further shortlist those who would work well with you down to one or two people. 
With these two people, you want to spend time talking about ideas, business philosophy, family, your hobbies, interests, life in general, why they want to partner with you, understanding their mission or their general goals for their life. Just like when you date, you want to find out if you have a similar interest and goals. And you can only do this if you spend time with someone. Now, this being said, people often get confused that they think you need to be best friends with the person who you want your co-founder to be. I don't think you do. A little separation between your work and personal life can be really good for you. What is important is that you have to really like and respect this person. And you must want to be around them. You will be spending a lot of time together and you'll have to encourage each other at times and face and solve problems and challenges together. So it's important to have someone on your team that you can go to during the hard times and that you can go through the hard things with, with grace. By making a short list and getting to know the people on them before you make a decision, it will help protect you from making a poor decision on who to take on as your co-founder partner. Really take time to reflect on the person's strengths and weaknesses and values and how it complements yours. It's important to protect yourself and your business by doing your due diligence and really thinking through before you make a decision about this. Once you're working together, it's so much more messier and harder to break it up than it is doing the due diligence and investing a little bit of more time up front in making a thoughtful, careful decision. Talking about due diligence, that's what I want to talk with you about next week. We'll talk about what a co-founder or partnership agreement is, like a legal binding document, what it includes, and why you need one. It's a really important first step if you decide to partner with someone new. I hope you'll join me as we explore this more together next week. Now, one last thought to finish up. I realize you might still be figuring out what kind of entrepreneur you want to be, what kind of companies you want to build, and what type of people you really want to work with or who you want to become. A great clue is to look at who you admire. Who do you look up to? Which entrepreneurs really inspire you? What are their companies like? What are these founders like? What characteristics do they have? Make a list for yourself and then look for that in yourself and in your potential co-founders. When you're in this dating phase with your potential new co-founder, be very patient, be very observant. Make sure to look at the small things and what they can tell you about someone. Look at how positive they are, how energetic they are if that matters to you, if you value that. Do they follow through? Do they follow up with you? Are they on time for their meetings with you? Small little clues will tell you a lot about the person and what they will be like to work with. I think I've gone off track a little bit again. (laughs) But uh, let's wrap up here. That's it for this episode. I hope this helped you. Start your search by looking for your co-founding partner by tapping into your network, your personal network, your extended network. Then look at job listing platforms to share the news that you're looking for someone and also use entrepreneurship and startup networking events and conferences to build your network and connect with new potential co-founders, partners, or just a general network, uh, a great support community for you. 
These three resources are a great place to start. Good luck on your search and keep looking, stay optimistic, be clear on what you're looking for and keep connecting. In time, with lots of patience, you will find what you're looking for. Have an excellent week. This is your Startup Advantage, where entrepreneurship is considered a team sport. So please share it with a friend who will benefit from it by sending them a link to startupadvantagepodcast.com. Stay safe and have an amazing week.